0: Morning, everybody from sunny West London. I don't know where you are. Mostly, I suppose you're in London, um, and you are still in lockdown. This is week sixty-six of lockdown, is it?
1: No. It is <laughs> week four.
0: Week four. <clears throat> you sure, it's not week five. Oh, it seems to be going on and on and on. I was thinking this morning about patient endurance and how important it is for people to be patient, beginning with me. <laughs> And I don't know how you are finding it. Maybe you're finding that this lockdown is just a, a godsend and you're resting and, and, and drifting in and out of consciousness with the Lord or, or whether you are frustrated um, at home or you are working, working from home or working out. Well, wherever you are, I pray that these little early morning devotions will be a blessing to you. And uh, we have each month in Revival Times uh, a schedule, a Bible reading program. And today, April the 21st. Yes. Yeah, I got it right. We have Judges 11, 12 to 40, uh, Jeremiah 24, Acts 15, and Mark 10. And you, you can look them up. Go to Revival Times on katie.org and if you go to the revival times section you will see the revival times for the month of april and also revival times extra where there's some extra things that we have downloaded for you to follow don't forget that we are taking uh, prayer requests and news items and information that comes to us on 07570261. 261 697 and that comes by way of text, um, WhatsApp, straight to this mobile phone. And we've had a few uh, messages coming in, uh, people appreciating the prayer requests and also information. And we're we able to put people in touch with various folk who can help you if they need pastoral care. While, of course, there is the Pastoral Care Hotline, which uh, Amanda has established for us, and that is 020-7908-1700, 020-7908-1700. So that is the Pastoral Care Hotline where you can speak to somebody um, and also direct your your inquiries. Now, when when you contact us on this, please send us your news as well as your prayer request and your praise requests uh, Mikhail is saying, thank you for your prayers. Much appreciated. OK, Mikhail. and uh, Mikhail is working in a high risk hostel for homeless people. Uh, he was doing that uh, this week and um, many of them have COVID-19 symptoms. And so he's praying for wisdom and protection. And we are certainly prepared to do that and to pray for Mikhail, we'll pray for him again today. But also we have this um, online program that we're putting out livestream every Saturday, 5.30, and it's hashtag KT Without Walls, showing that Kensington Temple and did every other church in London and Britain and the world, we are not buildings. We are people, people in relationship with Jesus and with each other. And while it's great to gather in buildings, and we can't wait to be, get back to that building, Kensington Temple, and wherever you usually meet, um, but <clears throat> buildings aren't necessary. Uh, for the first three centuries, there were no purpose-built gathering places for believers called churches. They didn't have that. And they met in homes, met in public places. And as a result of that, their home was was much more dynamic. Now, let me tell you a little bit of a story. I'll keep the country that I'm talking about out of this. Um, but it was... A a country which was uh, dominated by another religion and in this country quite a lot of people this is happening like right now as I'm talking right now this isn't long long ago and far away it's it's quite near and and now quite now and um, so uh, there were so many believers one of the fastest growing churches uh, movements towards Christianity in this rather closed country that uh, doesn't give freedom to other religions Um, and flourishing absolutely flourishing and uh, they never had no churches no church buildings at all they just met in homes and i visited the country some of their homes were big Um, some of the homes were not so big most of their homes were flats and apartments um, in tenement buildings um but Christianity was thriving, the gospel's thriving because every home was a hub every home was a hub for the gospel and every home um, and in sometimes countries you know it's not just kids who are off at college living in a flat together or something like that you've got grandma, you've got grandpa and you've got in-laws and outlaws and and you've got the whole family together young and old and so this network of uh, family relationships and and friendship were which was which was bringing people to interact in the home um, and all the homes right across the towns and cities, particularly in the areas where where the church church was growing. Um, anyway, it, it grew and developed to the point that the government of this nation said, "Right, we've got to accept these Christians; that they're, they're here to stay. So we better recognise them, so that we can." keep an eye on them Um, and they're all underground at the moment and that's rather dangerous for us so what we want is them to come above the ground or at least ground zero so that we can see them acknowledge them give them a little bit of formality and it's better that way so as a result of that one or two churches were built and one place in particular the church was a kind of house a large house which was sort of converted And I I can't remember how many they had, several hundred they could fit in. And they had little places for the kids and everything. So everybody loved it. It was absolutely amazing. Suddenly, you know, they were rejoicing in freedom and liberty in their land. And this was great. Everybody was praising God. But what, what began to happen was that the meetings in the homes began to drop off. And it was only what they did as they assembled on a Sunday or whatever day they assembled. And so very quickly, they moved from a cell-based church, which was rooted in the homes, to a building-bound church where people no longer interacted with others during the week. Uh, and, they, and they developed into a kind of Western-style church, going to church on Sunday. It happened in a matter of months. And I was speaking to people at this time. They're saying, we're not going to go to that place because we've lost, we've lost our vibrancy. And um, I'm sure there is a balance. I'm sure there is a way whereby we can be, take advantage of the freedom we have. At, not in lockdown, we have very little freedom where we, are, we feel like we're under house arrest. Every time I get up in the morning, I expect <laughs> to see a Roman soldier chained to me by the side of the bed like Paul was in house arrest. I feel in prison, but um, no, this, this is in lockdown. It's different. But when, when lockdown is released and we get back to the buildings uh, and I can't wait for that to have face-to-face contact and to be able to gather several hundred people, a couple of thousand people every Sunday. I can't, I can't wait for that. But, you know, there must be a way where we can retain what it means to be church where two or three are gathered. what it it means to be disciples of Christ and to be meeting daily um, and and for church to continue 24-7 and the food distribution that is happening daily, just like the early church and the meetings in homes. Now we have Zooms, Zoom, it's Zoom, so it's not quite the same, Um, but Zoom meeting in homes Uh, and and uh, families getting together and, and people witnessing to their friends. And this is what I want you to do. I want you to get on the Zoom or, or, or your phone or whatever and, and start witnessing to people and point them to some material, point them to some of the things we've been putting on on KTTV, which are on apologetics, uh, understanding how we understand that the Bible is trustworthy. How do we know Jesus was raised from the dead? And um, actually, if you go to if you go to just have a look at our usual media page, you can uh, which is all hosted, of course, by YouTube. You can go and search and you can find uh, massive stuff that is of use. You can bring people in even to these morning meetings or, or, or the Wednesday evening prayer meeting or the Sunday meetings. Don't sit back and do nothing. We have to grow and expand. So what I was saying, there must be a balance between. Um, having uh, uh, programs in buildings where where we can hold bigger meetings and and celebrations and all that's absolutely amazing. But at the same time, not to neglect the day to day walking with Jesus, the day to day assembling with one another. Uh, And even now, when I said that before the lockdown, people said, oh, you expect us to meet every day. But I live in East London. My, My cellmate lives in a cellmate. That sounds like it's a prison. <laughs> <laughs> My cell, fellow cell member is, 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 is in central London, and this person's in north London. And, well, you know, you're all connected in KT on a Sunday. So you say, oh, well, OK, we have to wait till we get to KT to meet. I mean, that is, well, I don't see much sense in that. First of all, you can't get to KT and meet. And um, the cell cell groups are not about alternative to to uh, to Sunday services after the nine o'clock in between the nine and eleven o'clock service or in the afternoon. You have a little cell meeting gathering in a part of the building. I've never understood that. It's better than nothing. But it's not about cell life. Cell life is taking the message, penetrating London with a network of cell based relationships reaching people for Jesus. There's got to be a better way of doing it, my friends. And so what I'm praying is that after this lockdown, we'll take some of the very best elements of what it means to connect with each other, yes, through social media, but to be the church Monday through Saturday and to love Jesus and disciple one another 24-7, as well as gathering together on the Wednesday evenings as we can in the building and also on sundays in the building Notice, i didn't say in the church in the building because we are the church okay amanda that was just a a a kind of grand opening um and so there's a a few things that that have come in um i i know that most of the prayer requests seem to be coming now directly to the cell groups and the cell leaders and that's fine Um, and uh, please, but please keep your personal requests coming in. And after this, we will we will go into some of them. Have you find Are you finding some? All right. Well, don't forget the number That six one six nine seven. That is where we are at. Now, um, I want to take you to uh, the book of Acts, chapter fifteen. Book of Acts, chapter fifteen, and. Um, so please send in a prayer request, Amanda. She she's sitting here waiting to take That's a prayer right. request. It's
1: okay. Yeah, but then but if then, there are none, then I'm praise God. You're all well.
0: Okay. Yeah, but there are there are prayer prayer requests. Definitely. Now Acts chapter um uh fourteen. I 15. Do, I do beg your pardon. Acts chapter fourteen is what I have actually turned to, and that was the Story that I wanted to bring to you today. So, what do I do? I turn to the wrong passage. What do I do? Do I turn to chapter 15 and bring a message to you straight from chapter 15 that keeps us up to today? Or what do I do? Oh, Lord, decisions, decisions, so much in the Word of God. I will go with what I Prepared earlier, and I'm going to trust that my mistake was deliberate. The intention of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> don't don't try this at home, folks. You see what I did there. Tended to blame the Holy Spirit for my lack of concentration. I took you to April 20th, not April 21st, but never mind. Um, it was a story that did uh, attract my attention today. And here in Acts chapter 14, you've got. Paul and Barnabas on missionary journey to Iconium and they're preaching and everything is going well. Then there's some people who were who were the uh, of the of the unbelieving Jews. That was those particular group of people in the Jewish diaspora that were were um, opposing the gospel. And a great number of both of Jews and Greeks believed. It says that. In verse one. So there was quite a move of God, quite a move of God. Now, one thing that happens is when there is a move of God, when there's some success, when a lot of people get saved, and the church begins to flourish. And uh, in many ways, Kensington Temple, we're not the biggest, we're not the best, we're not the center of any ecclesiastical universe, but we have been walking faithfully in the blessing of God and we have seeing seen so many amazing wonderful things down through the years and we've known every single time when there has been a blessing or we are on 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 the verge of of the next blessing when we are on the verge of another move of God or when something wonderful is going to happen what happens is enemies come now I don't mean that your brother is ever your enemy but it's often the case that it comes from the people that know you or you know them quite well, sometimes your own colleagues, sometimes your, your, your friends, sometimes your relatives, sometimes even people within your own circle. And, and they don't mean to be like this, but but something is stirred up and some kind of opposition. Uh, and sometimes it comes through division, but sometimes it comes through a united opposition. And here we have Jews and Greeks. Now, the unbelieving Jews... Uh, got together and they stirred up against up the Gentiles and poisoned the minds of their brothers against what Paul and Barnabas were doing. And so they managed to gain a sentence. Isn't it amazing how that uh, bad news travels fast? Negative news travels fast. Even untrue negative news Travels fast, and this goes right the way through, and they managed to whip up quite a head of opposition to the point that um, that the city was divided. Some sided with the Jews, and some with the apostles. And whenever there is division, the city was divided. It was an uproar, and Paul and Barnabas heard of plots actually to mistreat them and to stone them. That's there in verse six. And so they fled to Lystra and Derby, cities of Lyconia, and to the surrounding country. But there they continued to preach the gospel. And then we go on into the story of Paul at Lystra. And there was a man who had faith to be healed, and God remarkably healed him. And um, then they said, this is amazing, we will... These people must be gods because this was a kind of uh, a, 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 a raw kind of paganism anybody that could do a miracle must be a god so they were going to sacrifice to paul and barnabas and it it, it was a nightmare and paul preached to them and said no 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 god is the god who made all these things he doesn't need uh you to worship him in terms of images and, and offerings as if he was a God that need to be fed. He is the God who's taking care of you, and he wants you to know him, the true and the living God, not the false gods the false uh, and the false idols. So here we have one of the stories from the early church of how the, the gospel was gossiped and spread on a daily basis. They had no church buildings. They might have gone to the synagogue, but that was not the place where they could stay and build their Christian activity from there. But they pressed on and went forward, even when in times of blessing, there was opposition. Now, what I want to suggest to you today, and we're going to come to pray over this, is that we are in just such a time of difficulty. Um, I think that the coronavirus lockdown is giving people a tremendous opportunity to sanitize themselves. Mm. Now, I mean, uh, I, of course, I'm playing on that description because we are significantly more aware of hand sanitization, sanitation, and not touching your face or not rubbing your eyes putting your fingers in your mouth all the kind of things that that people do normally um, without thinking about it so we, we are very very conscious now of how to try and avoid um, being contaminated with uh, the corona virus but this is an opportunity for us to purify and sanitize our lives spiritually and um, I, I think that a mind is more focused. I, I don't know. Do we seem to have more time than before? Not really.
1: Uh, maybe, maybe. It depends. It's it a depends. different kind of time, isn't it? It's different, yes. It's It's a priority during the day, the times, depending on what other responsibilities one has. And for people who are working from home, their day will be a normal working day. They won't, they'll have their normal breaks, but, For many, I know some of the people in myself, for example, who work in finance and different areas, they're extremely busy uh, working late into the evening. And it's not that they're not working during the day, they're just, their workload is so heavy that it's taking them into the evenings. So I guess it depends the nature of the work that one is doing, but one always has to make priority for the Lord in that busy schedule.
0: Yes, Yes, uh, and I, I was. It's just, it can be different with everybody. Mm. If you have small kids and everything like that. So it can be very difficult and, and quite pressured, um, you know, trying to keep kids entertained and, and family members taken care of. But for Amanda and me, actually, the truth is we are busier than ever because of the, mag- the, the magnitude of the task mm. of conducting the whole of the church, really, basically, from here. Uh, and we're not alone. <laughs> every morning we meet with um, some of the the key leaders in on the staff, and we are planning things and and taking things further and uh, and all of that. But but even so, I found though I'm more busy than ever, five o'clock to ten p.m. every day. Um, I'm I'm finding myself in a more reflective mode mode of uh, frame of mind. And, and I, I'm finding that, you know, it's a great time of reflecting and, and digging deep and, and, and going back into the deep resources we have. Going deep into the wells of the springs of living water that we have within ourselves and reflecting on the great things that God has done and reflecting on what life will be like and how we when we come out of coronavirus, what will be the pr- priorities. So there's a lot of reflection. And in that, there is a, a spiritual sanitization, a spiritual sanitization going on. And that's um that's I think a, a, a healthy thing um, as we readjust, recalibrate, and, and s- kind of slow down a little bit and allow the Holy Spirit to speak to our hearts um, and not to be distracted. I find so many people are, are being distracted. There's so much on television, so much on YouTube, and I- I've been dipping in having what's available. I, w- I want to say to you, friends, be very, very careful. There's so much apocalyptic craziness going on so much speculation about the second coming and and conspiracy theories and all the rest of it. Focus on the simple messages of the New Testament. Reflect on your life in a wholesome way. Uh, eat wholemeal bread. <laughs> I'm saying this is this is the bread, <coughs> not that processed stuff. Mm. That, it, that you get we try in kt try to break it down so that what you get is good nutrition it is the bible and some it's oh it's not sensational you haven't prophesied 16 industrial revolutions and 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 uh, um uh, you know pyrotechnic explosions around the global universe uh, uh by by christmas you're not but i i tell you it, you know your daily bread the the whole meal bread the whole grain Uh, bread is 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 going to keep you spiritually nourished and and it is the simple principles of faithfulness unity passion for christ love for the lost care for the poor prayer and intercession these things are the basic diet the daily bread the whole wheat bread the whole meal bread of life and so we encourage you to stay with it. Um, there's just a, a request here that has come in, and uh, there's no no name attached to it. But uh, oh yes, pray for Angelica, uh, NHS healthcare assistant with COVID-19. So we'll pray pray for that person. But before we do that, I hand it over to Amanda, and Amanda will bring uh, that 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 final prayer. But before we do that, let me cover some of the things that I have been uh, talking about in prayer. And uh, again, we don't pray through these things to conclusion. This is prayer fuel for you. if Heavenly Father in the name of Jesus. We present ourselves before you today we thank you for this new day we thank you that the manna is fresh today and we've been feeding on that manner already this morning and that manner is the word that is proceeding from the mouth of God and we do not live by bread alone but by every word that is proceeding from the mouth of God and as we feed on that manner we become strong and today fathers we focus our attention upon you We lift up to you once again our nation under lockdown with covid 19 we pray father that you would be with those who are ruling us in power and authority over us that they be given wisdom and that father this coronavirus through all the natural means that are available uh, through lockdown through d- social distancing through hopefully breakthrough in t- in treatment of this and hopefully also one day soon uh, um, a vaccine and we ask for all these things but we know that beyond the natural there lies the realm of the supernatural and we pray that the supernatural god will come upon us today and that we would be equipped by the spirit to know church to to know you and to be church 24/7 in Jesus name amen and amen amen
1: yes we've got a couple of prayer requests we've got a prayer request uh, for angelica who's an nhs worker who's ill with the virus so we're going to pray for her and also, we have an urgent prayer request from Marjorie, um, one of our own church members. She asks us to pray for a church member, uh, Perla, who's fallen out of bed, and uh, the nurse has already attended her. But she needs; she's going for a scan. So the prayer is that the scan will be clear, and uh, we will pray for a full recovery for her. Okay. Father, we thank you once again for your blessings of this day. Lord, they are many. And Lord, the very breath we breathe, we thank you for that. It comes from you and from you alone, Lord God. And we thank you for that, Father. And Father, we want to lift up to you today those who are suffering, Father God, those who are grieving, Father God, those who have lost loved ones, Lord. We bring them before you. And Father, we know there's been a loss in our own new-gen congregation of a parent Father, we lift that family before you this morning, and we pray, Lord, for your comfort to be upon them, for your provision, Lord God, at this time on the wife and the children of that dear husband. Father, we lift this family to you today, and we ask that you would bless them, that you would comfort them, and that you would provide for them in this time, in Jesus' name. And then we bring Angelica before you, Lord, and we are told that she has the virus but you and she also is an NHS worker. Father, we pray for her. We pray, Lord, that her symptoms would be mild and, Lord, that she would progress to a full and total recovery in Jesus' name. And as we pray for Angelica, who's in the NHS working or has been an NHS worker, Father, we pray for every single NHS worker, those in our own fellowship, Lord. There are many in our fellowship, Father God, who serve you in the hospitals, who serve the people, who care for the people father both medic both nursing and medical people physiotherapist occupational therapist therapists of all description, Father God. We pray in Jesus' name for your protection upon them, Lord God, that you would provide for them, that you would protect them, that this PPE equipment would be available as and when it's needed. In Jesus' name, we pray for the hand of God to surround each and every one of your people today, your NHS workers, Lord God, your, your children, Lord God. Protect them and just be with them. Comfort them as they lose patience lord god and how difficult it is for them as they lose patience that they've been faithfully attending day and night oh father we call out to you for mercy today for protection lord god that your grace would flow today upon each and every one of them and we remember this dear lady father god from kensington temple this I think it was Perla, Lord, who's fallen out of bed. Oh, God, we pray in Jesus' name for no broken bones. We pray for every bone to be intact. And, Lord, that she would make a full and good recovery and that she would not need to be hospitalized at this time. Just be with her, Lord, and comfort her and take away the pain in Jesus' name. We thank you for Marjorie who's looking after her, contacted and who sent in this prayer request? Bless Marjorie, Lord, a faithful member of our fellowship. In Jesus' name, we give you praise.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Amanda. And
1: um, I'm always passionate about the NHS. <laughs> yes, of course.
0: You, you, you t-
1: as an ex-worker,
0: <laughs> as an ex-worker, and um, me, I'm enjoying these mornings because every morning. I find something that I haven't been able to wear a little while. And here is something from Africa. And I'm just, hope you appreciate it. <laughs> God bless you. It travels around
1: the world in the morning.
0: <laughs> we're going to, we're going to um, say the grace. And after that, we're going to our worship team. And they're, they're going to sing for us, in Jesus' name. All right, are we ready for that? Let's say the grace together and then over to uh, you in the studio. Well, not in the studio.
1: (laughs) In the tech department. (laughs) In the tech
0: department. They're going to press that button and we're going to have some worship. Amazing workers
1: in the tech department. Oh, absolutely.
0: Let's say, uh, may the the grace grace of our our Lord Lord Jesus Christ Christ and the love love of God and the the fellowship of the the Holy Spirit Spirit be with us us all now now and forever. And And surely surely, goodness goodness and mercy shall follow us.
1: All, the, all days the days of our, of our lives, lives, and we and shall, we shall dwell, dwell in the house, the house of, of the
0: Lord forever and, and ever. ever. Amen. And ever. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Jesus, you are alive, Lord. We worship you this day. We declare the power.